What's going on? This is Jailus from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And you know what time it is, right, guys? You know what time it is? It's time to hit the gunshots. It's time to hit the gunshots because the Knicks have gone back on track. 44-point lead smacking the Detroit Pistons, man. We got back to the Knicks basketball that we all know and love, and we did it as a team. We did it with the principles that we started playing with in the beginning of right. the season. Julius Randle, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Reggie Bullock, 22 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. RJ Barrett, 14 points, 4 assists, 2 steals. And you know what, guys? You know what, Elf? Elf was, he got off the shelf today. <laughs> he got off the shelf today and he just wasn't on the shelf just just doing nothing man my elf was actually playing he actually playing they 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 took away one of his assists they said he had 10 assists at one time they took away one but he, so he almost had a double double but he had 11 points nine six nine assists six rebounds and two steals oh for the elf man so i'm i going to give elf <laughs> his props today all right i'm giving elf his props today that's the way we need you to play all right from the jump, from the jump, we needed to reestablish what we did in the beginning of the season, the ball movement, um, the player movement, the defense. The defense has been there for the first few games, bro. The been for the first few games, but we really needed to get back to the first to the uh, old our old ways of doing things, and it happened. And for me, the very first play that Elf even was involved in his show, he penetrated. The first play he did, he penetrated, kicked to Randall for corner three. Oh, second play right after that. <laughs> second play right after that. He penetrates and he kicks it to Bullock for corner three. Oh, I'm just like, whose man is this? This is not the guy I know. My the man, the elf I know, the elf I know is not a helper. He's not Santa's helper. The elf I know likes to keep the ball for himself and goes to the hole. But this this elf set the tone from the beginning, and I feel like you know, all game long we just moved the ball. We moved the ball. But I, I, I'm just going to start the, I'm starting to tone off with that little tidbit. All right. Raw. Yo. I know you saw the game. I, I know you like what you saw. What did you see from this game? Tell me some of your takeaways. Well, the thing is, is that, okay, the Knicks really, when you look at it objectively, they always play good defense. Well, I mean, 90% of the time. 90% of the time. Yes. It, but when sometimes their offense is so bad, that it makes their defense look non-existent, you know? So the game they lost to the Dallas Mavericks, they only, the Dallas didn't score a hundred points, I don't think. And the Knicks only scored 86. But you see, the Knicks played decent defense, but their offense was non-existent. So, when, so, but I want to tell you, man, when, uh, when, if, if the Knicks could ever become a consistent shooting team. Yeah. They could beat anybody. They yeah. Really could. You know, if they can consistently shoot the ball, there, there's nobody they can't beat. No, I agree with you. I agree with you because the defense is already a staple right, for this team. So as long as we're – okay, we're getting technical difficulties right now. As long right. as long as we're able to keep up on the offensive end of the ball, we should be okay. Yes. 
yeah. should totally be okay. Um, it seems like hold on a second, Raw. It seems like you're glitching a little bit. Let me see if I can stop it for a second. Oh, I do see. I do see yeah, the glitch. It's, it's a little, it's a little glitchy. Let me First, see. I turn in, I turn into black and white, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, technical difficulties, t difficulties, guys. These things happen sometimes. Uh, let's see. I might have to. Let's see. I might have to restart this. Really? I think they can hear us. You want to, you want to, <laughs> they can, they, they can definitely, can you guys, all right, cool. Well, now you're frozen raw. It's cool. All right. Okay. You're back. All right. Now we're back. All right. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. All right. Cool, man. Ooh, technical difficulties, man. These computer things, they're, they're fickle, man. They're very Yeah, fickle. I'm saying they are fickle. Yeah, but shout out to the cat. Shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to everybody in chat who's rocking with us. Shout out to Winston Ellis, Jose Alvarez, um, tell him Alejandro, Jared, Ali Kim. Everybody's rocking the KOT show. Iller's over here. Steven G. Um, listen, guys, if you want to talk to KOT show, you already know the drill. Go to the Discord link. Go to the Discord link. I did. Discord link. Fritz can put the Discord link in the chat right now. And you can come to our Discord. And you can talk about the game. You can talk about what's going on later. Because, you know, we have the Nets coming up. And you just talk to Knicks with us, man. Talk, talk, yeah. with, talk with the KOT show. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, back. Yeah, we out the Matrix, guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we took out, the blue pill. We out the Matrix. Took the blue pill. And we out the Matrix. So let's see. We see if I can get things back on track. Hold on a second. Right, I see the Discord link. You see the Discord link? Cool. Fritz, Fritz hooked it up. There you go. There you go, Fritz. All right. Let's see. Let's see if I can get things back on track. All right. Oh. You hear that, Raw? I definitely heard it. All right. Cool. Back on track. <laughs> <laughs> back on track all right oh, man. all right cool so yeah but it, so i i definitely giving props to alfred payton on this show um and just the team in general because we now we're we're back to sharing the ball and you know what raw i do believe we've talked about this before we talked about how the coach might be complicit in the way that Alfred Payton is playing, right? We've talked about this before because he's encouraging our guards to shoot. Yeah. I do believe, you guys remember, think back, the first two or three games for the Knicks, Payton was penetrating and passing the ball the first two or three games for the Knicks. I don't know mm -hmm. if you guys remember that. Mm -hmm. And I think the coach was saying he was being too passive. And after that, the Bucks, the Knicks played the Bucks. Alfred Payton scored 27 points. And he wasn't passing the ball as much right. in that game. And I think that was the point when he just started to change his play style. And it was off to me because it seemed like he was telling Julius Randle to pass the ball, but not Alfred Payton. And I think Payton kind of, you know, he, he, went too, he went too left. He went too much on the other side of the ball. But hopefully this realization that we need more ball movement will keep him you know, going in this path because he did, ha he was at one point a guard who can average a triple double. 
Well, the thing is, it's not, I, I don't think it's as much, I think what it is, is you're right in terms of he started becoming aggressive and then he started not passing at all. But what Tom Tibble has been preaching, and, and I think that's one of the reasons him sticking with the shortened rotation might help in this regard. Mm-hmm. He's always saying, take what the defense gives you. Right. You don't need to force anything. If you got someone open, pass them the ball. If you are open, take the shot. Mm-hmm. So the only time they mess up is when they they go away from that. So if Randall starts to force it, or if all of a sudden Peyton is looking at open shots, and I mean just looking at them and not taking any, then that messes everything up. So if the ball, the, the, the whole offense that, that Tibbs has installed, which we know is at least in part a triangle offense, is predicated on ball movement. But So they're supposed to be moving the basketball. So re- regardless, if Peyton finds himself in a one-on-one situation or if they're playing zone, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to be to recognize that and attack appropriately. So it's just a matter of learning. And, and it's it's been an on and off situation. When the Knicks do that, they yeah. play very well, you yeah. know, no matter who they're playing. But when they get away from it, and usually it's against, you know, really good teams, if they're going to get away from it, they start nerving up and or or – they look at a Minnesota and say, we're going to stop over these guys. And they lose the game plan. Then they get in trouble. Yeah, yeah you get in trouble. And you know what, too? Even there was, a, there was a point in the second unit. Or the second unit, look, we we were rolling. Rolling in that first quarter, right? We were up 40, what was it, 41? 41-15. 41-15. Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose goes in the game. A, uh, a player two in, he, he bashes his eye in. Yes, they they what's his name? Um, what's his name? Grant Bodum. Yeah, Grant Bodum. He hit him like an elbow slash rub. Right on his eyes, just Bodum. Bodum. Yeah, and then the dreaded lineup that we were all worried about happened. Right, we were like, oh no, what's going to happen if Elf plays with the second unit? No one like no one's going to get the ball. To my surprise, (laughs) it kept on moving. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. He, he he was actually sticking with the game plan. Yeah, you know he the, the ball has to move. If you have a shot, take it. If you don't, pass it. It's not real, but they start getting emotional. It's a basketball game, so they're yeah. getting emotional and getting hyped, and then they start doing things they shouldn't do. But I think as the year is going on, they're learning. Just stick with the game plan. Just stick with it. You Just, know. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And. Uh, a part of the game plan I'm also paying attention to is Julius Randle because um, Julius Randle's also kind of changing the way he's been playing recently. And I keep, mm-hmm. I keep referencing the Miami game. I do feel like over the past month or so, Julius Randle has always started slow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. He's been looking for his teammates first, mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. his second. Yeah. After the Miami game. Yep. And keep, keep uh, you know, keep your eye on Julius Randle tomorrow. Yep. Versus the Nets. He's been he's he's flipped it. He's I'm getting mine first. <laughs> and um he's still evolving involving people, but it's not as he's not he, he hasn't been as passive. Well, the thing is is that again, yesterday, right? He was he was getting shots that he's comfortable with and mm-hmm. to start the game. What was going on is you mentioned he was getting everybody involved. What, what that involved was he was passing up shots he should have taken. Right. To get the ball to somebody else, right? But it's again, it goes back to if you're open, take the shot. So take the shot. against the Nets, 
if he gets the shots, like we know he likes that top of the key three pointer. Mm-hmm. He likes that. He likes that fadeaway the going fadeaway from the, the right side. From mm-hmm. the yeah, behind he likes, the bad boy. He likes it. There's a couple. He likes mm-hmm. to hop step in the middle and then fade away shoot. So he if he gets those shots. He should take them. Those are his shots. We don't pass those shots up. And this and the offense is designed with him as the guy that's the post guy and the pinch post. He's getting the ball there. So if he's got the shot, take the shot. That's what he's got to do. He's if he doesn't, if they double him. Pass the ball. Absolutely. Double impassable. And he's been doing that. He did that pretty well the other day. He did that pretty well the other game. But what also impressed me the other game was um, the chemistry with him and Reggie Bullock mm-hmm. is something that I've been watching, right? Mm-hmm. The chemistry with him and RJ Barrett that I thought has improved since last year. and But the, the, the chemistry with him and Reggie Bullock is something that makes me go... Hmm, because mm-hmm. the first half of the season, I'm just like, Reggie, he's like a, you know, he's a two-quarter warrior. Yeah. That's, he's a yeah. two-quarter warrior. First, yeah. Two-quarter, first quarter, you know, he's just not getting it together. Third, first two quarters, he's he's shooting well. Third and fourth, he disappears. Mm-hmm. He's starting to kind of play better in the third and yeah. fourth now. And yeah, I remember, you, this is his second year, year with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. He was hurt half of last year with the neck issue. Exactly. And so now him and really Julius are just, they're gelling now. They're, they're, they know each other. They know to, where each other's going to be on the floor. Like last year, Alfred Payton only paid attention to where Julius was. <laughs> exactly. Okay? But, but this year now they're all kind of gelling and knowing where each other's are on the floor, especially you mentioned Bullock with, with Julius. And that's important because Julius is obviously the focal point of the offense. So if he knows where, if he's comfortable, the most important thing is he trusts Reggie Bullock. He trusts mm-hmm. Reggie Bullock, and and he gets Reggie Bullock. Now, again, it goes back to I he I don't want to sound like a parrot, but if if, if Reggie Bullock is open, get him the ball. If Reggie Bullock is open, give him the and, ball. And if, he, and if he's uh, if he's got an open three, shoot it. And that's what he was doing. It would drive me crazy a couple of games where Reggie would miss some shots and then not take shots because he's afraid yeah. to miss them. No, it's just like Tom said. If you're taking good shots. We'll shot. live with you it. If they it. fall, they don't fall. We'll live with that. But just take the good shots. Don't pass up the shots because now you're disrupting the whole offense. You're breaking everything down. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as we stick to those principles, we should be okay, man. Yeah. We should be okay. But it just it just makes me like, I don't know. I, I think beyond this year sometimes because some of these guys are on, you know, the last year of their contract. And I'm just like, man. Like we we know we rewarded these guys by keeping this team together for, for the second half of the season for not mm-hmm. for, for picks and stuff, but mm-hmm. it, it gets really hard um, to start to realize okay who's worth the money who's not when you think about these these uh, secondary players who are role players who do well for our team, mm-hmm. but you know like it's it's a delicate balance you don't want to destroy chemistry you don't want right. to destroy That's chemistry right. so it's a delicate right. balance trying to bring somebody in here and upgrade talent and right. disrupting chemistry uprooting somebody and like. Disrupting a synergy that's already being brewed. You know yes. what I mean? And yes. Yes. tough decisions for the front office if Reggie Bullock keeps this type of production up. Because as of now, shout out to uh, NYK Terry Trey posted this little stat. Reggie's averaging since All-Star break 12.5 points per game, 48% from the field. Yeah. Gunshots. He's shooting like... Oh! <laughs> yeah, man. And yeah. 45% you know from deep. You know who Reggie Bullock is, right? Who's Reggie, Reggie Bullock is the reincarnation of Luol Deng. Mm. Or Tom Thibodeau. 
That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. Elon they have a little bit more game. I see what you, no, I see what you're getting at. I see what you're getting no, at. Game was an all star. Yeah, I'm saying Reggie Bullock is that role. That role, that defender the, from the yeah, three. The defender, the open jump shot shooter. Mm -hmm. That that's that's him. And so uh, I would see them allowing Burke to walk, which I hope they don't either, before they let Burke Bullock walk. I just don't want him to give him too much money eating up our cap space. You know, I mean, that's just, yeah, that's, that's the balance. That's the balance. Yeah, you have to pay yeah. all these people at some point because right yeah. now we were able to have flexibility because somebody they're taking they have cheap contracts right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to me, if I'm if I'm if I'm the Knicks front office, I'm offering all of them one year deals. I agree. I'm not, because I want to be I got to be and they all got to understand I'm trying to be flexible for 2022. I'm trying to be flexible. I feel you. I understand all, all, that. all of them one year deals. They can get nice, whatever we can afford to give them, pay it to them. Give them all the money for one year deals. All right. You know what? Shout out to the chat too. Like I said, um, if you want to talk to us on the KOT show, you can um hit that Discord link and give us a call, man. I already see my guy. Tell him Alejandro. I see you in the room, sir. We're gonna bring you in. <laughs> we going to bring you in. Um it's Alejandro. He's yeah, man. Okay, Alejandro's okay. in the building, man. <laughs> all right, all right. If you didn't know, Tali Hondro was our first call the last time, so he's gonna bless us today, um, as well. Um, after I'm, I'm gonna get to one more point, and then we gonna we just gonna we gonna rock with Tellem Alejandro. So stay sit tight, Tellem. We're gonna get you in here. Don't worry, don't worry, my guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> but um, you know what else? What I liked about this game raw was we put the game away in the third quarter. Yes, indeed, indeed. We put indeed. and we didn't let up in the fourth. We didn't let up in the fourth. We put the game away in the third quarter. We didn't let up in the fourth. And I want to talk about Emmanuel quickly right now. Okay. Because the the conversation about is he a point guard and he or is he not, it, it, it keeps replaying in my mind. And, okay. And I keep, people keep writing this kid off as not being a point guard. But we were able, like, okay, the third quarter ended raw. Let me get my notes real quick. The third quarter ended and we had a sizable lead. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we got into the fourth quarter, that's when we actually pushed the lead. Like third quarter, and we was up like around 30. We ended up pushing it to 47 points. Yeah. And then we settled on a 44-point win. So, right. Oh. right? And that's with the second unit. That's, that's right. with the second unit. That's and right. That's with Emmanuel quickly playing most of the point guard minutes. And the thing that I love to see yesterday is I love I love to see growth, man. I love to see it. I love to see it. Um, <laughs> the pick he was running pick and roll with Taj. I, I do wish he did it with Obi Toppin. Yes, I do yes. wish that. You're right about that. But he was running pick and roll with Taj, and I just love that. This is yesterday. He he just wasn't rushing to the floater. He was mixing it up. The first couple of plays on the pick and roll. He set up Taj nicely with a nice little pocket pass for Taj going to the hole. Taj getting some nice little and ones. Oh, I'm like, okay, quick. Show him the arsenal quick. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. No, but you know, remember, he's a rookie, man. He's a rookie. He's a rookie, bro. He's so, a rookie. You know, he's going to be all right. I'm not worried about him. Whatever his role is, all right, put it this way. We need to get a point guard. I'm not saying he can't play that position, but we need a guy that's going to be strictly a point guard. Mm -hmm. like somebody like Alonzo Ball, or we talked about Alonzo Ball or Dennis Schroeder. Somebody that's a real strictly could play that role and just play that game. But quickly is more, I would not lock him into saying he's a point guard or not. He's a guard. He could play either role. 
Okay, he's just a rookie. When he's ready, look, you know, this guy's really good. Give me a couple of years with him, and he's gonna be he's gonna be a really good performer, man. He already is, but he's a rookie. Not nah, you're right. Oh. You're right. Shout about out that. to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide. Shout out to World Wide West for making all these correct moves, man, and bring these guys in here. For sure, that's for right. Sure. That's for sure. Right. Always that's shout right. out to World Wide. That Kentucky connection. That man. Kentucky connection. Oh, I don't want to get carried away with it this year, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You want to bring? You don't want to bring in five more Kentucky guys? No, hell no, no, no. <laughs> but I yeah, I don't like this year's class from coming out of there. Yeah, I'm not sure if we have the upper hand like we did last year with did KP they make being the NCAA there. tournament this year? They didn't, did they? I don't think they did. That's all. Like, nah, man. They, KP's they, gone. Like you know, that's what happens when you take KP. Yeah, the class they brought in this year need to come back one more year, man. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But yo, shout, shout out to the second unit. Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, and those guys who did a really Obi's good job. Obi's playing better, man. Yeah, man. Did a really good. Obi's playing better, man. He like I don't like him at the, hey, you know, relegated to the corner. I do wish he got more pick and roll opportunities. But now he hit them. Move him around the floor a little bit. Yeah. yeah definitely. He's, yeah, def- definitely. he's definitely moving around the floor more. He definitely seems more comfortable attacking people off the dribble. And even mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm noticing he has a spot, a favorite spot on the floor for a pull up now. So I'm, I yeah, see it. Yeah. He, yeah. He's a little head fake. He goes to his favorite spot on the floor. He pulls it up. He missed it yesterday, but it, it just looks like he's growing, man. I, I look, you know, like I said, man, he's catching rookies. You gotta give him time, man. Give him time. Give him time. You know, this is you know. Now, I, I'm pretty sure w- what you're seeing now. I'm not sure. I'm okay. I'm I'm not sure how Tom Typical is going to use Obi Toppin in the playoffs. I'm not sure how he's going. Is he going to give him the same eight to ten? I don't know. What I don't know. Do. You know, I would like to see a game where Obi just busts out. You know, so absolutely. Like, Puts the whole league on notice. I'm still here. I want to see that game, you know, and and I think it could happen. I just don't know when, you know. Tom has to let it happen too, because yeah, Tom blew it. Tom blew it the game before. Bruh. Yes, he blew it the game before yeah. when Top when Toppin had nine points in seven minutes. He should have kept him in the game and and then subbed them out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He blew it. So, um, it's that's gonna be up to Tom because there might be another time where we're in a meaningful game. Right. And he's going to be tempted to get back to the starting unit. But he needs to just look at what's happening in front of him and and, and realize, all right, if this guy hasn't going, he's only been getting nine minutes a game so far. It's okay to break tradition. It's, it's a right. long you know, season. Gotta, yeah. There's got to be a game where you let him loose, you know? Let him loose. Let him loose. There's got to be a game where you do that. And um, and he needs that, especially a guy like him. He's a confidence-type kid, really. Mm-hmm. So you get you let him go loose and let him see that he really has the talent to take anyone on, and he busts out in the NBA floor like that. You know, he, he might create a monster there. So you know, exactly. I want to see it happen. It's just kind of frustrating because it's almost like you can just feel that it's going to, but you just never get that chance. You know? Nah, I agree. You feel like it's going to. You just gotta get that chance, man. Yeah. We, just, we, we, yeah. we just we just need Tibbs get her, Tibbs will get it right. If I, I'm, I'm if we if the coaching staff is built correctly and everybody's really honest with each other, somebody has somebody told them somebody told them it's time. You know, sometimes so. And that's time. why I'm I'm wondering if they'll bring Burks back because now okay, if you're not going to start Obi, he should take Burks minutes. Burks minutes. He won't that's be a point guard, but I'm saying. Oh, you're just saying minute. his minutes. Yeah, you saying yeah. takes Burks minutes and then what? Well, now you have you have to have whatever your rotation is going to be at point guard. Hopefully, like if you get Alonzo Ball, now you got Derrick Rose, Isaiah quickly. I mean, uh, um, Emmanuel quickly at your point guards. Now you could you could run a rotation. You don't have to worry about playing Burks at the point. Then you could take those minutes and give them to Obi. 
Because oh. Obi can play the four or the five. Right, right. But Burks, I wouldn't plays play him at the three, but you know, four or five. He, you know, I you have to find minutes for him. If you're going to keep him, you got to find minutes. For him. Obviously, obviously. So I'm saying I'm trying to figure out. So that your lineup, because you're saying he takes Burks minutes. So your lineup would be then what? Derrick Rose, Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin, Obi uh, Ke- maybe Kevin Kev, Knox, Kev, yeah, and, and Taj. Yes, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's you know, tricky. And you can and you can switch Taj and Obi depending on what the matchups are. One of them plays the four, one because both of them can play both positions. So one of them plays the four, one of them plays the five. And I like that lineup, man. So so yeah, give, that's hard, give, man. It's, it's, yeah, but if you give Obi some some real uh confidence, <laughs> I don't you know, know if I agree I with have, that. I though. have something on that second unit, boy. I don't know if I agree with taking man, because at this point he's been so He's been no, so I'm important. About, listen, been, I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about next season. Are you talking about next season? Yeah, not talking okay, about next season. Okay, next season. Okay. No, yeah, no, not this season. This okay. Season, I was about to say, bro. I was no, like, no, no, yeah, no, no. Oh, you no. Can't <laughs> the way it is. This, you got to find new, no, no, I'm talking about next season. You give him a summer, and then he's coming back next season. And I'm saying, if I'm the Knicks, I'm looking at what I could do with Obi. If my decision is to keep him, I got to let Burks walk. Because now, right, right, now right. I'm, still, I'm saving that money. I've already got Obi on the books, so I ain't got to worry about paying him. So now, you know, you just got to give him those minutes. Yeah, that that only works out if, A, we get another point guard in here. Hey, I'm hey, 90, hey I'm Lonzo Ball. Hi. I'm 95% sure we're getting somebody. Right, right. Know. Lonzo. B, somebody else in that second unit has to step up and be a playmaker. Um, Hey, man, quickly. All right. So well, I, got, if those and, things happen. And Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose. Yeah. Right. But if you those, automatically got two playmakers right there. Mm, if those things happen, then that will make me more comfortable. Yeah, because if you get, let's say you signed Lonzo Ball. So you got Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. RJ Barrett, Man, um, Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, and you're going to have probably Reggie Bullock. So you got, that's your five. Then you're going to have a second unit of D Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Taj Gibson, and who's my, who's my other guy? I'm missing somebody. Kevin Knox. Yeah. There yeah, you go. yeah. Not. There you go. So, so if, if that, if I, I like that ten, man. I like that ten. Yeah, if the team grows correctly, I, I, I would be okay with that ten. Um, yeah, because because you give you give them, and especially it'll be their second year all playing together. Yeah, uh, and somebody asks you, you don't want to resign Alec Burks. I do want to resign Alec Burks. I just know it's it's very rare that you just keep the whole team together like that. Yeah, especially so, when everybody's on a one year deal. Everybody's on a one year deal, so. I would like to keep him. Now, money, so, money so, is a is money is money yeah. and it's, it's going to be money, man. It's going to be money. Yeah, so in somebody years and turns around and signs Alec Burke to you know three years, thirty million. We can't. I don't want to waste. I don't want to give him that. I don't want to give him that. I want to save that money for the summer twenty twenty two. We're going to have to pay uh, Mitchell Robinson. We got Lonzo if we get him. And so now, if we let Burks walk, that's six million we got to use somewhere else. So. Uh, and then we don't have to do anything else with Obi Toppin because he's he's already locked in. Yeah. So now, so I'm just saying, if you're going to develop Obi now, you got to give him minutes. To me, it's Burke's minutes you got to give him. That's the only got the odd man out. To me, if if I'm going to give Obi minutes next year, more than eight minutes, if I'm going to give him 15, 20 minutes, that means Burke's got to be gone. And you saying three years, thirty million is too much. I mean, it's a fair deal for Burke. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that's too much. (laughs) But I'm saying, but I'm saying it's too much for us to trim off of our. Okay, if we did that, if we gave him that money, Mm -hmm. right? 
So we, let's say let's say we we get really lucky and Lonzo Ball only costs us seventeen million, which I think is not going to be the case. He's going to cost twenty. But if he costs us seventeen, we got to pay Mitch twelve, so that's twenty nine. If mm-hmm. we pay Burks ten, that's thirty nine. That's thirty nine off of our sixty nine. We have thirty million left. That's just about enough to get a max player next year. Right. So you're saying if we if we give him that, we're not going to be able to have money to get the max players. What you're saying? Well, we might. But we might not. That's all I'm saying. You're saying you're cutting it close. Cutting it close. <laughs> cutting it close. So cutting it close. I'm saying, and I would definitely sign Bullock to a one-year deal. I'm not. That's know, the. I want anybody in one that's year deal. the thing. That's the move because if Bullock, okay, if Bullock, because you know the, the chemistry between Bullock and and Randall is apparent right now. You, if you separate them, I mean, yeah, Bullock is not a game changer. Bullock is not a game changer. Me, if you find somebody who can play his role at a better clip and. Then fine, but then he's gonna cost more money at the end of the day because right now he's at a value. You gotta get somebody Timberdo trust on the defensive end, like he trusts Bullock, he trusts so you got it. That's what I'm saying. When I mentioned yet, dang, that's what I mean. He trusted Dang with his life. I mean, he putting Dang out there to play defense regardless, and that's how he does with Bullock right now. So if if he trusts Bullock like that, I mean, Bullock is what Bullock is 30 now, or is he 30? He's 30 now, he's 30. He is, he's gonna want a couple of years, okay? So we might have to give it to him. That's going to be hard. See, that's what I'm saying. You're That's not going to be saying. able to keep Bullock. I agree and, with you. I agree with you. And Burks and try to get Levine or somebody in 2022. You're not going to be able to do it. It's so rough. you got to let somebody walk. And, and to me, the odd man is Burks because Tibbs like, and I like Bullock too because he, he's more of an IQ player than Burks is. Burks is an offensive. He could be a juggernaut, but he's boneheaded sometimes. And you know, Bullock always plays defense. Yeah, I mean, it could be also Noel too. Like Noel's on a one-year deal too. Deal too. The only thing is that Mitch is, you know, Mitch has his injury now. Um, I just yeah. read something from um, shout out to Macri, um, from Nick's Film School that said the type of injury he received. Mm-hmm. Um, is a is a typical injury um, that a few players have. McCollum, McCollum, um, um, Kevin Durant, that uh-huh. that fifth that I don't that fifth metamucil Metatar- fracture, Metatar- yeah, metatarsal. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a yeah. doctor. They said <laughs> it's, it's usually a reoccurring injury, and that was um, difficult to. I don't read. know. I mean, yeah. I never heard. I haven't heard. I remember when KP got. I mean, Durant got that. He hasn't had it since. Mm. I'm I just, remember he got, when he was on OKC, he hurt his foot like that. Right. He, he hasn't had that since. Right, right. And it's the first time McCollum's got hurt like that. Oh, I don't think so. Mitch is going to be fine. I'm not worried about him. He's too young. He's, he's going to be all right. He's not, if he was a heavy set dude, I'd say, yeah. But he's light. He's light. He's light in the butt. He's all right. Yeah, he's light. But he said, you know, I'm going to do some more research on it. I'm going to do more research yeah, on how, how I'm not, often. I'm not worried about Mitch. I'm not, I'm not concerned. I'm kind of glad that his money's cheaper now <laughs> right 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 you know what raw hold that we're gonna bring in i see two people on the list right now so if you want to talk to us you can go to that discord service sign up you know put you through the little through the list waiting list thing and we will drag you in all right so right now you're gonna drag in tell them alejandro so you can talk to us live yeah shout out to you my brother let's see, let's see my bro let's see let's see yo hello I know you're setting up right now. Test, 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 test. Yes, sir. Yes, test, sir. Test. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Everybody's an engineer yes. on KOT, baby. Everybody's an engineer. <laughs> oh. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to first caller. <laughs> yeah, man. He's setting up right now. Shout out to my guy. If you didn't know, he was the first official KOT caller. 
on our last episode. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he's here. I think uh, I'm in there. I think yeah. I'm in there. You in there? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you in there? You in here? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good night. Good night. What's going on? You hear raw? Do you hear raw? Yes, I hear raw. All right. All right. Let's go. So I already know who you are, but I already know who you are. But you know, let them know your name. And where you from, sir? Let's go, baby. It's your boy, Mr. Alejandro. We out here in New York City, out here cooking on Tell Him Alejandro, covering the Knicks all day, every day, baby. All 72. We not playing. Exactly. Oh. Let's go all 72 in your face. All Let's 72. Right. All right. What's your question, sir, or, or your comment? All right. We all feeling good. You know, the young guns got unleashed last night. We was blowing them out, you mm-hmm. know? Boom. Coming off of L. Now we got another war tomorrow. We got to go against Brooklyn, right? Right. Boom. So what Bullock said, he got me hyped. He said, we got a big five. He was asking about the big three that Brooklyn got. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Two questions. Number one, do you want to play Brooklyn in the first round? I personally don't, but I've been hearing some people say they want to. And number two, mm. I know you saw Jalen Suggs last night. That was crazy. Would you be willing to trade up in the draft and mortgage some draft capital, mortgage a little bit of the future to get either Cunningham or Suggs? I mean... I've been saying that from last season. Yeah. Like, I've been saying I will do what it takes to get one of them two cats. If I could. If you I could. I would do what it takes to get one of them two cats. I really would. I would be trading some young assets. I'd be trading some draft. Those guys, K and Suggs, I've been telling y'all from last summer, they're or, game changers. Both of them. Right, right. Exactly. I know you said that, but we also discussed this before too, Raw. Like, because we are winning and because Dallas is winning, that that um that price tag is getting a lot higher, right? Because both of our picks right now are, are in the twenties. So well, pack- see, but yeah, but you're talking about we're talking about this year's two picks, the 2023rd Dallas pick, mm-hmm. and a young asset. Absolutely, it, it might be high, more. It's a high price. It's a lot, but like, what young assets are you playing right now? That's the question. Because right now, the young assets we have is Mitch. Um, I might do Mitch. Um, Ob. But I feel like they might, at this point, you might want to get, they might want to get somebody more, they might want to get quickly, they might want to get RJ. Like No, the only players off the table are quickly and RJ and Randall. Anybody else is available. Because, that's what I'm saying. If, if, if what's, because I'm, I know we're thinking about this as Knicks fans, right? Yeah. We're thinking about this as Knicks fans. Split the situation. You're a lottery team. Yeah. And you have a once in a lifetime talent coming your way. If you see him that way. If you see him that way. I think most people are seeing him that way right now, right? The Jalen Suggs and Kate, Kate Cunningham. You're going so, to want... R.J. Barrett. You're going so wait, to... Wait, yeah. wait, let me ask you a question. Exactly. You're, you're Cleveland. And you get... Because we're talking about the first two or three picks, right? Because mm-hmm. you got also Kamunga, right? He's going to go in the top three. So you're talking about Cunningham, Suggs, and Kamunga. So you want to get into the top three, right? Right. So... So, you know, you're Cleveland. You got Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Right. So what are you going to do? You you going to take Cade or you going to take Suggs? And what are you going to do with the money? Oh, you, I'm taking one of them and moving and moving Garland. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll take Garland from you. That's all I'm saying. That's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So, like or that. you're Orlando and you got Mark Helfels, who you just signed to a big deal. Mm-hmm. You got Cole Anthony. You just got you just traded for Gary Harris. Now what are you going to do? If you're picking in the top two, 
what are you doing? I'm doing. I'm, I'm. I'm doing. I'm picking the guy with the higher ceiling and moving the lesser talent. See, it's, not everybody sees. It. I'm saying, but all mm-hmm. I'm saying is, is if it's one of those type of teams, at the very least, we could we can get somebody off their roster that we might want. Like we could get Cole Anthony if we want. We might be able to get that. All I'm saying is, is that I would do. I put it this way: there is no guarantees in the draft, right? There's no guarantees. So all I'm saying is. I will put, make sure my hat is in the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting my offer on the table. You take it or leave it. This is it. Okay, right. this is my offer. I'm just saying it's going to be a hell of an offer. It's going to be like three, be like- four picks, first round picks, and some young talents. And it's not going to be like the end of the barrel young talent. They're going to act. No, it's going to be. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not. I'm saying three picks. I'm saying the, these two, and the Dallas 2023rd, and I'm saying one of our anybody but RJ, Julius. Or IQ, you could take you can have Robinson anybody. With I'm the broken foot. You can have Knox, huh? I said Mitchell Robinson with the broken foot. What about him? I would Mitchell do Robinson. Mitch. I, I, I mean, I hate to trade Mitch. I love Mitch. I would do that. I, right, right. I'm not right. worried about his broken foot, but I would trade him for this. I one. would do that. But when this, it gets to IQ, these are the type of kids that get you in the finals, man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, they're gonna ask for IQ, yo. I think it's gonna be bare minimum IQ. Bare minimum. Nah, nah. They, they, you think bare minimum. For Cade, if you got a Cade? No, look, if you Cleveland, you try to tell me you're going to give up Cade for IQ? You don't want no. IQ. You don't want Mitchell Robinson either. You want no. Kevin Knox? You're gonna, no, no, I'm, I'm, they, I'm saying, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't think they want to trade them anyway, to be honest with you, because they're, you know, they're, they're, bottom, they're bottom of the league. This is a generational talent. So in my mind, if I'm, I'm looking at the top three right now is Minnesota, Houston, Detroit, Detroit. Houston is definitely not... They starting over. They, they keeping all their stuff. That, yeah, so Houston, if Houston Detroit in the top two, they're taking one of those two, and they're not looking back. Detroit, they got Dennis Smith Jr., and they got a guy who only played eight Killian games. Hayes. Killian, Killian Hayes. Hayes. They're taking him. They're, they they are taking Cade, like, or Cunningham, or they're taking him. What about I, Minnesota? What about Minnesota? I think Golden State got their pick. They probably going to be willing to work with us. No, nah, Minnesota. Minnesota has a no. Minnesota has a pick. I'm looking at t- taking. Minnesota right owns their pick. Minnesota, Minnesota owns their pick. pick. Yeah, Minnesota owns. Oh my pick. bad, I so, see it. So if you go, if you're Minnesota, I have heard rumblings out of the Minnesota camp. When I watched the game, I, I was watching one of their games, and their announcer was talking about that they might be willing to move um, uh, D'Angelo. Now I can I I can see that happening considering where they are right now. He's been injured. And I've never been a high D'Angelo guy anyway, to be honest with you. I like D'Angelo. I never been he don't play no defense, though. That's the only thing I don't like about him. He don't play no yeah. defense. So I can but, so I can see them. It's the same thing. I can see them moving. I can just see them trying to trade like, D'Angelo. You don't, te- you don't think any of these teams be willing to trade if they had a position to get one of those two guys? Like, any team is going to take them. I'm telling you, I don't think it's the case. Because every year, like, Michael Jordan didn't get picked number one. Right. Neither did Ray Allen. You know, I mean, that year it was Allen Iverson. It was Marcus Camby. I forgot who was third. And then they picked like Allen. Uh, they picked Ray Allen fourth. And I was like, I mean, seriously, Ray Allen fourth? I th- but I, th- I, th- I think Minnesota's a sleeper team because I do feel like, okay, they took Anthony Edwards this year, but they might have been looking at ball, but they also might have had um, – they might have had um, their guy in the back of their mind the reason why they didn't take ball in the first place and they ended up just taking Anthony Edwards. You know what I mean? Honestly, though, Minnesota needs 
a defensive guard like like the one they have or the younger one. They they need a defensive guard that can shoot a little bit. They really need somebody to play some because they got lots of offensive right. firepower. But they, exactly. So they they can really go either way to me, but it wouldn't yeah. be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if they went Cade, because like you said, or Cunningham, because like generational talent. People, so like Luca's a gen I mean, I don't know, but I thought Luke was a generational talent when he got in the draft. And right. I was shocked that Atlanta didn't take him. I was sh- I was like, you, you, I know Trey Young is good, but he ain't Luca. I was like, nah, man. Yeah. But let him go. See, so you never know how these guys are looking at them. Man. I, f- I feel you, but it's just, it just it does not seem likely to me, man. I know. It I'm just hoping. Like- against, I'm hoping against hoping. <laughs> I'm, I admit, it, I'm hoping against hope. I don't seem likely yeah, but to those be those two there. kids. I've been saying from the beginning when I watched the film of those two kids, these two guys are going to change a franchise. They're going to do it. It's just a question of what franchise is blessed enough to get them. Yeah, exactly. It's just a question of which franchise. But I, yeah. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> salute, salute, to you, salute to you, Alejandro. Man. But that's my deal. Though. I'm giving yeah, you three yeah, number I'm ones. I'm giving, you, I'm giving you a young talent. I'm giving you whatever young talent you want. That's not RJ. That's not um, IQ. And, of course, not Randall. I'm giving you a young talent. What you want. And then we'll, we'll talk there. This, I and can the, start my team with one of them cats, man. Yeah. No problem. And, the, no and problem. the second part of that question was, would you rather play the Nets in the first round or the second round? Second round uh, for sure. There are better teams to play in the first round. Well, or third. Charlotte. Or third round. I'd rather play Charlotte in first When do you want I'd rather play, play Charlotte in the first round. I want to play Charlotte yeah. in the first round. I'd rather have I Charlotte want, yeah, or Boston. Too, Give me Charlotte, Boston, Atlanta, one of them in the first round. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the Nets yet. <laughs> no, me neither. I want, I want I want to warm up. Totally agree. I want to deal yeah, with somebody exactly. who's just got there like we did, you know. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. I, yeah. Get to them the second or third round or whatever. Get them the second round. Look, yeah. we got them in the second round. Woo, man, that's gonna be barn burner, boy. Barn burner. Oh, yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> I'm definitely with that. I'll be hyped. I'll definitely be they hyped. Sweeping us no 4 0. We're gonna be battling. Facts, facts, facts. All right. Yeah, I, yo, I salute to you, Mr. Tell Alejandro. Thanks for your Tell questions. Tell Alejandro, my man. Yeah, Absolutely. Man. Thank, well, hey, thank you for having me. Good night. Okay, I'm going to keep watching. Be safe and I'm going to call again. All right. Keep calling. Keep keep calling. Let these guys yeah. know how it goes. Give them that energy. That's how it goes, baby. This how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Oh, man. Y'all love that guy. All right. <laughs> All right, yo, next caller. All right, next caller. I'm pretty sure you've been prepped. Next caller's coming in. I'm going to give it a minute for the next caller to come in, all right? So, yeah, next. Man, yo, how did you like the Norvell bucket, man? This this Norvell's debut, Raw. I felt bad for Norvell breaking his finger like that in a couple of minutes in the game. Shoot. I felt bad too, but it's this is bad. I I appreciate the fact that he's a warrior because this man broke his finger, came back, got Damn. two blocks in a row. Come on, well, one thing oh. we know, he's a New York Nick tough kid, isn't he? He's a New York Nick t- tough kid. I am for the toughness on this squad. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Man. Yeah, man, he's a New York Nick toughie. I think he'll stick around. I think he'll stick around too, man. I think he'll stick around. More is he a backup five? Is he a five guy? He's a five guy. Yeah, right? he's a five. He's a five. He's a backup five. Um, and like I said, um, we did. Oh yeah, I like I like Norville, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of a Mitch. He's a Mitch-ish clone. You know, actually, you know, he's what I think we would have got with Kyle O'Quinn, only younger. Yeah, I mean, not exactly. I mean, 
How old? Oh, wait, he's 28. Yeah, he's more athletic and longer than Kyle Quinn is. Kyle Quinn is more like a, a sound, you know, yeah, player. No, Bradley's 28. Him. He ain't yeah. no youngin'. He's 28. Yeah. He's 28. Kyle is more of a skill player than an yeah, athletic yeah, yeah. shot blocker. But he's a hustler. This kid is, this guy is tough, this 28 year old guy. It's super tough, super tough. You know who reminds me of he's 28 coming to the league? Um, that's how PJ Tucker was. You know, he was he was in Europe. He was in yeah, Virginia. yeah. You know, all of a sudden he was so tough, he hung around, man. And all of a sudden he made a name for himself on the playoff team. Yeah, we might, you know, we might try to keep him around just in case we, we miss out on a Noel next year if we have to make some money decisions. That could be the play too. You never know. You're absolutely correct. You never know. But I ain't paying Noel no big money. Yeah, exactly. That's a one-year deal, baby. Take it or leave it. It's a one-year <laughs> deal. All right. The Sun God. I think you're in here, right? Shout out yeah. to you. Yeah? Shout out to yeah. you. All right. The Sun God. Um, Sun God, do you hear Roar? Yeah. You do hear Roar. Okay. All right. Sun God, what is your name? And where are you from? Uh, my name is Brody, and I'm from New York, but uh, I'm in Florida right now. Okay, yo. How old are you, Brody? Just, just, just. Just I'm 13. 13 years old. Okay, young Knicks fan oh. in the building. 13 years old. Yo, 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 bro, he's the future, baby. He's the future, man. He's the future. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. All right, what is your question, sir? Um, so what do you think like RJ Barrett's ceiling is as a player? Because uh, I know a lot of people have like been comparing his ceiling or his, you know, kind of floor at least, or player comparison to like Chris Middleton. Of Milwaukee, what do you think huh. RJ's ceiling could potentially be if he reaches his full potential and blossoms into a good three-point shooter? Oh man, it's it's funny. The RJ comparisons has always been a tough question because he's not really like most people. Like I feel like the lazy comparison has been the James Harden one because he's a lefty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, not, that's not right. <laughs> I think he's a he's a better version of Jimmy Butler. I think he's going to be a better Jimmy Butler, which is saying something. Jimmy Butler's good, right? Right. And if you, if you, we both said that, right? And if you look at actually, if you look at um, Nick Time Show channel, we actually did like a breakdown of how um, R.J. Barrett can pattern his game after Jimmy Butler, and you know it's apropos that we have the great Tom Thibodeau, the guy who brought along Jimmy Butler's game here. Yeah. To you know, give RJ Barrett's to the list. But if you look at like Jimmy Butler's numbers versus RJ Barrett's, you know, RJ's a little bit farther along now, but both of these guys are kind of like mid-range type of killers who are, you know, tough guys. And I, I can see RJ doing that. But even today, RJ is more a farther along, more farther along than Jimmy. So hopefully the ceiling for me is Jimmy Butler with a three. <laughs> that's, right. I think that's what I'm saying. He can bully ball with a three because. Um, Jimmy Butler's rookie year, he was 22. Mm -hmm. And RJ, rookie, he's 19. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference. So that's now he's doing things that Jimmy Butler was doing like in his third year, and he's only 20 years old. So he's going to be really good. He's going to be really good. He just has to get comfortable with that mid-range. And and now I'll say this, too. like I, I look at the, the cleaning and stats numbers for RJ, and it's, he was trending up before the All-Star break. It's starting to trend down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, into that blue area before he was getting to the average area, but mm -hmm. you know he needs to work on that a little bit more. Um, the playmaking is coming along as well. I feel like the playmaking already, oh yeah, is, is, to me is already better than Jimmy's right now. Yeah, because his IQ is high. He's right. High IQ. All right. See, people don't realize it for every player except for really rare players like a Luca. It takes you a couple of seasons just to get ready 
really prepared with the NBA speed. I mean, right. RJ is doing a very good job, but he's going to get better when the game really slows down for him. He's going to dominate. It's just a matter of time. Exactly. It's just, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, he just needs the refs. The, mm -hmm. the thing that Jimmy has that more than, um, and shout out to Jay, yo, if I could get Jay Boogie on the Discord for a call in, that'd be dope. Yo, put it, yo, Jay Boogie, the link to the Discord is at the top, pinned to the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's pinned to the top, sir. If you want, if you if you want to bless the bless the Discord with your with your thoughts, yo, Illa too, man, Illa too. I don't know, if, yo, come, yo, yo, come to the table, Illa J Boogie. Illa's here every show, yo. Shout out to you, Illa. All right, but yo, back to the back to the Jimmy Butler, um, comparison. Um, yeah, I, I, my thing is to me, the only thing that's different between Jimmy's and RJ's mindset is just the willingness. To pass, I feel like Jimmy is a little bit more willing to pass right now, mm -hmm. but RJ has the IQ to dissect an offense if he just gets the reps in as a playmaker. This is why, if you looked at the Mitch's review we just did, I, I, I said that I want him to get more reps as a point guard or a playmaker because I feel like mm -hmm. then he'll be able to really maximize his talent. Yeah, well, you're looking at Jimmy Butler ten years in the league, right? So give RJ at least three seasons, you know. So you, you're talking about RJ in his second year now. So um, yeah, that's a big difference there. So you're looking at basically a completed product with Jimmy Butler. You're looking at a product that's not complete yet with RJ Barrett. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, yo, thank you for that question, Sun Guy. I think he's done. He turned his mic off. Salute to you, um, and, and thank you for. Oh, unless you want to answer, do you have any more questions? Or are you satisfied with that answer, sir? Um, I think that's really the only question I had. Okay, cool. Well, shout out to you. Um, yo, for calling in and yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely check us out. And we're happy to have you. You, you sharp, man. You sharp 13 year old with the, with the comparisons real, and real. yeah, I can see, I can see something <laughs> for you, man. That was no NBA 2A <laughs> level question. That was a professional that question. That was a pro professional question. I was all right, cool. Shout out to you. Good job, yeah. man. Thank you. No problem. No problem. All right. Shout out to the sun god. Look at that, guys. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that, man. You know, salute. Let me just salute to the chat real quick. Chat is popping. 117 viewing right now. If you're liking the show, listen, you like and subscribe to the channel. And this, let me tell you what's happening right now. We do post-game shows, right? Usually the shows are right are the day after the game, usually. Um if there's a back-to-back, -back, we do it that day. Mm -hmm. We do it mm -hmm. that game. All right? The first night of the back-to-back, -back, we do it that night. Hella high water. Even have to do it myself. But what happens, I try to get my guys to do it with me, KOT crew, and do it the next, day, the next game after the games. All right? So if you're liking the show, please like, subscribe, and make sure you catch us on later shows. All right? And also, if you are interested in calling in and talking with us and asking us a question, just talking ball with us, there is a link at the very top. It's a Discord link where you can come in and you'll be prepped by our guy Fritz. Shout out to Fritz. On, yeah, you know, shout out to Fritz. Great job, my man. Yeah, shout out to Fritz. Yeah, shout out to Fritz, man. Oh. For Fritz, man. Uh, he's going to prep you on how to come through the show and ask us a question. And then we'll talk basketball with you, man. We having fun right now, man. We having fun. That's what we do. But yo, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Illa Drip Baskets, Telling Ali Hondo, DJ DJ Dax, my cousin, 
Winston Ellis, shout out to you, my, my cousin Winston. <laughs> That's my fake cuz, but it's my cuz yeah, really yeah, anyway. Yeah, from the same tribe. Yeah, you from the same tribe. Maybe, there might be something in the lineage somewhere if you cross-reference <laughs> something. If you go to Ellis Island, look at the documents. You might know. You, might, you never know. It might be cousin yeah, true. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. Me, me, Dale, me, Dale Ellis, you know. Right. <laughs> Dale Ellis, that's right. Monta Ellis, you know. Monte Ellis. Yeah. yeah. If you got family in Mississippi, you exactly, might exactly. Yeah, I got Alabama, Alabama. I got a family. My family's athletic now, so yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> my, my real life family is athletic. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to Iller as well. Always rocking heavy with us, Junior Corona, and everybody else. All right, you know what? Let's go to um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yo, let's talk about these nets, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You the point guard. You you got to the right dish right there. All right. What's, what's All right. Let's talk about. You ready to pop back the nine on them fools? Yes, yeah. Let's go. You gonna pop that? Let's go. We got, we got we got something for you. We in Brooklyn, sir. We in Brooklyn. That's right. <laughs> we got the shots. <laughs> got the shots. And when I say shots, I'm just talking about jump shots. All right. That's all that's I'm it. I'm it. just talking about Reggie Bullock. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. All right, so tomorrow the Knicks are going to MSG two. All right, shout. I don't. I don't remember who made it MSG two, but you know, I don't call it the Barclays Center anymore. No, call, it is MSG two. I call it MSG two because you know, you know, we have the channel. You have the channel. We have MSG. We have MSG two. It's all right. So you're going to the backyard in MSG two. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we're going to parade the Brooklyn Nets now. Um, definitely a rivalry game. They're up for our games. They know what's up. They know they that know we're running. I think they. I think they're gonna bring out all eight three tomorrow. Yeah, I. I feel like they might because saving it for that one. Yeah, because you know the three really hasn't been playing a lot of games. No, nah. is um, that, a, that that's a nationally televised game? Is it? I'm not sure. I'm not I sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I would not be surprised if it is. But it's definitely. Yeah. Being, well, no, they actually got it on ESPN Radio. I'm surprised at that. Ah, interesting. But listen, we all know what happened the last game, right? Yep. We all know what happened the last game. Um, it was a close game, and we we lost. We lost because we, the refs they the refs kind of took it to us last game. The refs really took it to us. But you know, though, one more thing, though, Jay Ellis. That's one of the good things of this blowout from last night. It gives us momentum. Right. You know, the, so they hype. They believe they ready for him now, mentally. No, you're right. You're right. And and, and you're, you're getting to what I was, exactly what I was getting at, Raw. This team and this win came at the exact, the perfect timing for us, man. Yes. Because it was, it was that Detroit win resets our mind. It sets us back to our principles. Exactly. Um, exactly. So we'll be able to, you know, so we, we won't get into that hero ball mentality anymore. We're going to be right. passing the ball. Right. Um, Julius Randle is going to be a little bit more aggressive from the start. And I feel like we're going to be more locked in. And listen, I know this team wants this game. You, you see what's happening here. They remember this game. They, they want this game. So they will be locked in and they will be, I think they'll be ready. I think we're going to see a dogfight. And <laughs> I'm going to just play this clip real quick, Rook. I know y'all yeah, they, They're it. saying that this is going to be a nationally broadcast game and they're blacking it out. It's not available to watch live on NBA League Pass. Mm. So it must going to be, I don't know, it's going to be somewhere on TV. Exactly. And if you weren't hyped from this game, you will be hyped once you heard this clip. 
That's right. Here, here we go. Here we go. NBA I'm playing, TV, right. I'm NBA. playing this clip. Hold on. I'm playing this clip right now, Roy. You ready? Yep. On Monday, I was wondering what you guys thought of uh, facing those guys. Uh, we got a big five. Um, mm. So, uh, yeah, we got a big I mean, 15. Big 15. So, uh, we're not really concerned um, mm. about a big three. Mm. Um, we know what type of basketball we will be able to come into the game and play. Um, we focus on our, our team. Um, That's right. The game plan that go, Coach uh, draw up, but other than that, that's all we focused on. The Knicks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't think we That's right, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I love my team, man. That's right, baby. I, love my team. I only wish if James Harden is playing, I only wish that they put Frank Nilakino on him because Frank Frank got clamps for him, man. He'll be sitting in the tunnel. Saying, somebody tell Nilakina to take these damn cots off, man. Yeah, he's man. He's going to lock them down. But it's all right. We're going to be ready. You're going to be ready. You're going to be ready, man. We're going to be ready. Like, this team does not play defense. Um, I'll, I'll say they do not play defense. Um, Here's the thing. We have to also... Our Last time, we we got shredded by James Harden, man. I, I, James Harden won that game for us. Between James Harden... And Kyrie Irving, they won that game for us. But I feel, I do feel like, for me, James Harden was the bigger issue. Well, the refs are, to me, we was there. We were right there. Right. So, so the thing is, is that, okay, if we, again, we stick to our game plan, hit the open man, take good shots. This is the thing. As far as you mentioning, they don't play the best defense the next, right? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons they don't play the best defense, honestly, I feel they don't have the stamina to run for 48 minutes like that on the defensive end. You're to, right. To play that level of defense that they need to play for 48 minutes. They can run offensively all night. But if you put enough clamps on them defensively just to slow them down and you can shoot adequately like we did against Detroit, we got more than a good shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the key. That's the key. That's the key to winning. And this is why yesterday's tune-up game was really so important, man. Yesterday's game was like, you know, you know when you're about to play, you about to, you know, you about to box that mm-hmm. big fight mm-hmm. and you got that mm-hmm. guy and you, you practice practice on to make sure you just, your stuff is tight. That's what yesterday's game is. You gotta get that fundamental right. We have to right. push the That's pace because right. you saw we uh, right. we the we had our fast rate points. We're on point. I have the stats. Wait, where's my where my stats? Where my stats? Yeah, he, if D, so Detroit was the sparring partner. Yes, Detroit was the sparring partner. Yesterday we had sixteen fast break points. Yep. We usually are around eight. Yep. We we need to fast break more. We need to move the ball more because you know those guys are a little bit slow. They don't like to chase around, chase the ball around too much. They so, don't. So we they got don't. we got to keep that move. We got to keep that going. Yo, it's interesting. Yesterday, Ross, I feel like we we added like a new offensive wrinkle. I feel like we played like some type of three man weave. Type of offensive set in the third quarter before that I've never seen before. I'm like, where did that come from? I thought they were playing that all season. I don't know. I, I gotta find it again. Maybe I'll show you the clip. You know what the it. difference was though? Generally speaking, with that weave, they were ending up going more north south, right, rather than east west. Because they do play that weave, but they stay in the perimeter too much. But they yeah. were going going more north south with it yesterday. Right, right. You're right. But we need to do that more today. We need to move the ball more. We need to push the pace. And we have to find a way to play better pick and roll defense when yep. it comes with James Harden and anybody else. Because James Harden, James Harden was making all the nobodies look like somebody yesterday. Yeah, I just I mean, mean the last game. You know, we just don't want him to get easy shots. We, right. They're going to get their points because they're going to get the shots. But you want them to work very hard for their shots so that they won't have any energy to play the defense they hardly play anyway. 
Exactly. Exactly. Hold hold on one second. I think I just got missing. And we got to hit our foul shots. We have to hit our foul shots tomorrow. Oh, hold on a second. I think I think Jay Boogie might be trying to come in, but he's not sure how to. Okay. Hold on. All right, there you go. There you go. Hopefully he catches that. But yeah, man, tomorrow is a big day. I think we have a shot, man. I think we have a shot. I think yeah, we have a shot. Game for us. We don't want to fall under 500 again. We got to we got to win. Exactly. We have to win. And we got to beat him tomorrow. Absolutely, absolutely. And even there's a game too. Um the Celtics game after that. You know, we, very winnable game. As we talk behind the scenes, oh, you mean the Celtics game on Wednesday night? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very winnable game, the Celtics on Wednesday night. Very winnable game. But, you know, you already know how it is. When you when you beat a team, they remember. And we beat up the Celtics last time. So they might come with a little bit of extra. You're right. We gave them the Detroit business. Um, but the Celtics have not been playing well. They have yeah. not been playing well. Since the trade, they have not been playing well. Um, and and what I like about that is the Brooklyn game and the Celtic game are road games, but it's not that far. Right. Like it's across the country somewhere. No, you're right about that. Yeah, it's basically close to home type game. And then we got Memphis Friday. Right. And they got Memphis Friday. So this is an important week. Um, I I I'm really I'm not I'm hoping for two out of three this week. That's possible, man. I I, I like them. I like that number. I like that number. I, I mean, it, tomorrow's a big linchpin for that. If we beat Brooklyn tomorrow, we can definitely go two out of three. Yeah, we can definitely go two out of three. That Brook, I feel like this Brooklyn game is going to set a tone. Yes, um, we got to beat Brooklyn tomorrow. We got to come right, and I believe they will. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. When I think they they're feeling their, I think our boys are feeling their oats. They're coming ready to play. Exactly, and I'm going to attempt to. No, we, we're going to do definitely do a post game on Tuesday. I wish we had the people to do it on Monday. To be honest with you, <laughs> God, I, I, that game is gonna be hype. It's gonna be hype. It's gonna be hype. But Tuesday, you, you down for Tuesday, right, Roy? Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, we're definitely gonna review the uh, the Brooklyn game. All yeah. right. So stay food for Tuesday, and also Thursday should be our next couple of shows. All this right. Is a big game, Marta. This is a big game, man. This is what I like about this year's team. There's so many big games, you know, that we have a, a really chance to win. Hmm. Now you're right. Yeah, there's a lot of games that are important games because the East is up for grabs as far as the playoff positioning, especially, you know, from th from uh, basically four through six and four through eight, definitely. So it's up for grabs. So, we, you know, every game is important. Man. Yeah, every game is yeah, every game is absolutely important. Mm -hmm. um, and especially when it comes to the, to the end of the season, I feel like the, this month's games, there's a lot of winnable games that are kind of 50-50. But I think if we do our job and still a game or two that we're not supposed to win, I think we'll be fine by the time it gets to the crazy schedule. Yeah. When we yeah. hit um next week. Next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, next week. Well, yeah. We got two crazy schedules. Next week we get Toronto, the Lakers. Then we got to go to New Orleans to play the Pelicans. And then we got to go to Dallas mm. to play. And then we got a bunch of home games, but it's New Orleans, Charlotte, Atlanta, Toronto, Phoenix. 
Chicago. We got we got all of those at home, but there's going to be you know, and we play four games in next week and four games the next week after that. So it's a heavy schedule. I mean, the the real murderer's row is May. I mean, we, yeah, May with six road games against the you know some really tough teams. Man, we play in Denver, Phoenix, the Clippers, and the Lakers on a road schedule. Man, that's going to be hard. Yeah, because the thing about this month is like it's a rough schedule. But they're all teams that are kind of on our level, you know. What yes, I mean? yes, and plus we're playing a lot of them at home, right? You know, plus so, exactly. Yeah. So even though it's a rough schedule, we can still we can still come out of this looking all right. We could be all right. Yeah. yeah. In fact, like us, obviously, we could, if we could do like a. I'm sure I wanted us to get two or three games over 500. So when we run into that hard schedule and we lose some, you know, we're not losing too much ground. Because remember, if the Knicks end up at 500, we're going to be top six. Absolutely. See, so, you know, I think we've been playing 500 ball the whole season. So if we could put it, if we could finally wait a minute through and get a little two or three game cushion over 500 so that if we run into murderers row and lose a couple, we still be all right. Yo, hold on a second, Raw. Something's mm-hmm. happening right now I've never seen before, but I'm going to see what? if this works. Hold on. Jay Boogie's trying to call in. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Yo. <laughs> Jay Boogie, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out, man, figure out how to do this thing. Yeah, and while I was man. learning how to do it, I guess I did it right now. I, don't, I hit hold the on, jackpot, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Raw, can you hear him, Raw? Yeah, yeah, very clearly. But very can, clearly. can you hear him, Jay Boogie? No, I can't hear. Yeah, Raw. I figured that. I figured that. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Jay Boogie? Here's what we're gonna do. Roy, he's not gonna be able to hear you, Raw. But that's he, fine. As long as the can can right. the, can the chat hear him. The chat could probably hear him, right? Okay. okay. But next time, Raw, what you gotta do? I'm explaining to I'll explain to you off air. But go to the waiting list room. Okay. Raw, and once you get to the waiting list room, Raw in the Discord, Fritz will be able to tell you what to do. Right? But you're on right now. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Ask you a question. This room on Discord. Yeah, on Discord. There's a little thing called waiting room on Discord, and it'll, 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 it'll send you through the path, the correct path. But I, I, I called an audible today. He called in. It's cool. Let's, right. get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get Yo, it. First thing I, I like to say, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man, the, the young Jim Brown. That's what I call JL. All right. You know, I already called CP. Right. Right. Are you still there? I call CP. I call okay. CP the young Fred Williams. I had a call coming in. The okay. young Fred Williams. And I call CK2K the young Jim Kelly. So I see you got your man there. I got to come up with something. I guess I'm going to call him the young Ron, Ron O'Neill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do it like that. But shout out to everybody. Yo, get them like buttons up, yeah, man. Do what man. you got to do to support this man. You know what I'm oh. saying? You know what I'm saying? Let him know you appreciate his love for everything he got because he ain't doing it for himself. He's doing it for everybody else, man. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly, I got exactly. a quick question for y'all you know what i'm saying and i got a quick question then i'm gonna drop a jewel real quick my question is do y'all really think at this point in time of the season that leon rose and tom Thibodeau is on the exact same page because remember at the beginning of the season that was not tom's 
pick when right. he picked Obi. That was Leon Rose. Mm. Tom Thibodeau is a win now coach. Do you feel like he brought the players in to help win now? Because you know he's not gonna play them young boys. You know what I'm saying? So my question is, do y'all think Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau are on the exact same page? You know what I'm saying? That's the question that I have for y'all. You know what I'm saying? And besides that, man, keep doing what you're doing, man. Y'all okay. doing a great job. But I'm gonna say one other thing. Shout out to our owner, James Dolan, man. A lot of people ain't giving him no props. Oh, you know what I'm saying? We was throwing him under the bus at the beginning of the season because he asked us to check that man medical record. That man don't miss 30 games this year, 22 straight. I'm talking about KD. Y'all still mad he ain't show that man the medical record? Appreciate our owner, man. God bless you all, man. Y'all have a great night, man. All right, man. Salute, salute to the preacher. Jay Boogie. All right. Yo, gunshots for that call. Gunshots for the call. Gunshots for that call. Oh, got give him the ooh on top of that as well. All right. Shout out to Jay Boogie. Now, let me see if I messed up my own live by answering that phone call. <laughs> Try, trying to get ill in here. But if you did, it was worth it. If I did, it was worth it. Right. All right. Oh, wait. I think we still rocking. I think we okay. still rocking. I just have to re reconnect some things and we're still okay. All right. So we good. We good. We good. We good. All right. All right. So, all right, Cole. So, you heard the question, right, Ra? Yeah, no, um, this is the thing. They're on the same page enough. Okay? <laughs> you know, what I mean that because you got to have a little bit of friction, I feel, between the, the coaches sometimes think he's the front office, and, and you know, and so he, especially a guy like Tibbs, so he's going to often be rough. But I think Tibbs is old enough and wise enough to understand this is a good thing. So he trusts the front office, even if he don't always agree with it. I agree with you. Um. Yeah, so to, to answer your question, Jay Boogie, they are, but they aren't. But I think it's okay. You yeah. know, like um, the way I think in general, when you're trying to build a company, you don't want a bunch of yes men. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. want to surround yourself with people who have a different thought process. That's right. That's correct. And it's okay. It's okay to have a th different thought process. As long as it's, as you can validate that thought process, you, you have to be able to argue that thought process. All right. Um, and as long as that's happening, as long as the conversation, as long as there's communication from top to bottom about the decisions and why the decisions are being made, then they should be fine. Because here's here like the biggest companies and the, and the biggest players, they things break down when you don't communicate. That's right. And you kind of move on your own accord and you don't kind of funnel the information from the top to the bottom. Um, that's when you start to lose people. But, you know, if as long as they keep communicating their different ideas and why, then yeah. it'll, it'll be fine. Because you leave it up to Tibbs, you're not going to have any rookies. Yeah, we won't have any rookies. That's right. So you can't leave it up to him. You know, you got to say these guys are going to be on the roster. Maybe. Exactly. So he's going to have to do that. He won't want to, but he's going to have to do that, you know? And then if you leave it up to the front office, we might not even have brought back some of the guys Tibbs likes, you know? Exactly. So, you know, so there you go. So it's a balance. And I think they're working with that balance. There's always a delicate balance. And I think they're working with it. It's not like San Antonio yet where, you know, Pops is 100% with, with, uh, with their front office and the front office is 100% with Pops. It's not quite like that, but we just, this is our first year, so. Exactly. It's, it's the first. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the first year, so it is what it is. All right, all right. Now we got another caller. We got another caller in here. My guy, Iller. Iller's here. 
Illa is here, man. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to bring him in the room, man. All right, so I went into um, the thing and I played around with it. Hopefully, I pressed the I'm, right button. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got my guy Illa in the room. I know you might hear me right now, Illa. You know, I know you're setting up, so you don't have to answer right away while you're setting up. But I do have my guy Illa in the room. Shout out to ooh, Illa. Oh, right. He is the biggest. I mean, biggest. R.J. Barrett fan. He is R.J. Hive. He is the Hive, all right? The Hive. In Knicks Nation, all right? Also a big Iggy fan. That's right. And, and you know, so, do you think Iggy, he's in Philadelphia? Yeah, um, man. He's uh, Iggy, man. He's I like yeah, yeah. RJ lost his friend, but, you know, hopefully Iggy left enough impression on him here where RJ can keep it moving and keep mm-hmm. the torch going. All oh, right? Yeah. Yo, Iller, I don't know if you can hear me or if, if you're ready yet, but if you're ready, you can start speaking. Iller, are you there? Okay, Illa's still setting up. Let me try to get <laughs> Illa. Am I trying to still try to be getting things, get things popping? I'm not sure. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give Illa another minute. All right. I'm gonna give right. Illa another minute, and I might try to you know bring him back to Fritz to and let Fritz try to speak him, talk him through it to see. You I know. don't see Illa in there. Is he in there? Hmm. I'm looking. Oh, I, oh, you I, wouldn't be able to see Iller right now. Okay. Uh, only I would I'm be able to. Room, you know? Only me, only me and Fritz would be able to see Iller. Okay, okay. I'm in the meeting room. I hope that helps. <laughs> All right. Only you know what? Okay, Iller. Can you hear me, Iller? Okay, I guess his mic doesn't seem to be working, is what I'm getting from Fritz. Ah, Iller. I know Iller tried, man. I know Iller tried, man. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's always <laughs> welcome. Yeah, you're always welcome, man. You're always welcome. Uh, if if you get your, if you get your mic in, if you get your mic working, we good. If you get your mic working, we good. Um, but yeah, so shout out to the channel. Let me just shout out to the channel real quick. Let me give you your shout out while you're trying to figure it out. Um, if you if he doesn't figure it out, then so be it. It was a good show anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it'll be nice to have Illiter on because I know he he's a huge supporter and he's been here like every show so far. So shout out to you, Illiter. All right. 132 in the chat. Nice. Yeah, 132 in the chat. All right. So shout out to the chat. Shout out to Mahad. Um, shout out to Fritz. Shout out to Winston. Shout out to Top Notch. That's right. Shout out to Telling Alejandro, Nick's Yak, Eddie C, Junior Caroma. That's right. Hans Guitar. Jose Alvarez. Of course. Nick Yak. Mm-hmm. Everybody rocking. With Anybody new, hit the hashtag new. Let me know who you are. Show, show yourself. Mm-hmm. And also, listen, if you're new to the show, new to the channel, you can just like, subscribe to the channel, and share your share this as well. We will be doing um, shows after every game, meaning the day after every game, we'll be doing a show. So if there's a game on Tuesday, we're going to do it on Wednesday. If there is a back-to-back, if there's a back-to-back, I'll be doing, we'll be doing that show that night and the first night of back to back. What happens is I try to get my guys in here with me and they're not usually available after every game, which is why I try to do it the day after so I can get my KOT crew with me. But you know, if I do it by myself on the back to back, on that first night of back to back, it is what it is. I'm going to do it by myself. So Gale you guys can still have. Yeah, is the workhorse. Handling yeah, things. man. Yeah, man. So you, so you guys can still have some content to enjoy. All right. Welcome, Darren Darren Wilkinson. Welcome to the chat. All right. So, yeah, shout out to the new. I see y'all. Darren Wilkinson, welcome to the chat. Hands Guitar, welcome to the chat. 
Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, you know what else is too? It's like you know, we have our own little spot on the day after. You know, we have our own little, own little lane day after too. So it's, 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 it still works out, even though, even though I like to do it on the night of, it still kind of works out. It still kind of right. works out. And then you, you know what? The more people get to know us and get to know this show, and if schedules start to open up, I'll still I'll still try to get it on the same nights as well. Cause I know some people are like, "Why not on the same night, Jealous? Why not on the I same think, night?" I think like during the playoffs, you might be able to get some same night stuff. You know? Yo, man, yeah, man, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. On the play- it's a seven game series, so you're gonna get some, you know? Ex- exactly, seven game series for sure. Um, you know what? And um, while we trying to wait for Ella to get things to going, let's, let's, let's hit this. I, I forgot. I forgot to hit my. I forgot. What? What? Oh, your thing? Yeah, man. I got so into the conversation, man. I got, I got into the convo. It's not too late, is it? It's not too late. It is definitely not too late. Okay. It's not too late. Let's get into it, all right? So we do have a sponsor. Okay. So yes, shout man. out to Manscaped. That's right. Get that lawnmower, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have like a weed whacker sound the next time. Or I don't exactly know. What you need. <laughs> <laughs> or lawn or a mower or something. Man. Oh my god, lawnmower! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yo, shout out to yo, shout out to Manscaped, man. <laughs> shout out to Manscaped. The flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim your holes. Safely and efficiently, I'm talking about the ball trimmers. Yes, we know talk. We know talk about the ball trimmers. All right, Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use the code KOT to get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. All right, that's 20% off and free shipping if you use the code KOT from Manscaped.com. And join the other two million men who trust Manscaped. Okay. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. And after all, it's time for some spring cleaning. So shout out to manscaped.com. Always get that trimmer 3.0. You shave it in the shower. Has an LED light so you can see what's going on down there. And has skin safe technology. So when you shave, it doesn't pull your hairs and cause cuts and things of that nature. All right. So shout out to manscaped.com. Manscaped, our first official sponsor of the KLT show. And hopefully there will be many more. All right, and it, it might be the way you guys are showing out and supporting and, and hitting that um that KOT code. It seems like we might get some more. So salute to you guys. You're gonna help grow the channel by either supporting Manscaped or giving us super chats or liking, and subscribing, or sharing the information or this info of this channel. All right, all right. Um, I don't think Illa's mic is still working, man. Oh, it's not. I don't think. I don't think Illa's mic is working, man. So it might have to end it right now. It might have to end it right now. Because I don't see his little mic icon going. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try one more time, Illa. If it don't work, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, he said Illa's mic isn't working. Okay. Yeah. Illa, can you hear us? Nope. Illa cannot hear us. All right. All right. All right. We tried it, man. We tried. <laughs> we, did. we did. We tried. But salute to the callers who've called in already. Um, shout out to Illa. Maybe we can get you in the next time, man. Thanks for <laughs> trying anyway. Um, next game will be... Next game is Monday. Next show will be Tuesday. All right? Usually, then the following night, those games are around... Usually around 
right. Come he's on, New York. Handle business and let's handle this business in Crooklyn tomorrow. Exactly. Let's handle his business in MSG two tomorrow. Tomorrow. Exactly. Really? Get this win. All right. What we gotta do? Like last shout out to the shout out to Winston Ellis. Shout out to Forty Seven Buds. Shout out to Into the Knicks Verse who's here. Shout out to Mr. Tell Alejandro Hands Guitar. Chico Fernandez. Everyone new. Amadou Diallo, salute to the gang. Shout out to you, Jay Boogie, for coming through. That's right. All right. And everybody who's rocking KOT show. Um, great show, man. Great show, man. Oh, man. Tremendous show. Thank you, all of y'all. It was, it was really fun. Always. Always. Yeah, man. KOT was on, man. It's lit. That's always good. Exactly. So where, where can they find you, bro? Tell them where we did, we did thanks to Fritz, right? Because Fritz was handling. Oh, yo. Shout out to Fritz, man. Oh, man. Always shout out to Fritz. Fritz is handling business. Fritz is always, yo, Fritz is my right-hand man. Shout out to Fritz, man, always. Real, real. Um, you can find me at the Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Look under the upload for the Knicks content. And then, of course, Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter. Right, right. We need to start getting, like, Raw's, um, maybe next show. Um, Raw's, like, uh, YouTube link in the chat, too, so people can follow directly. You know what I'm saying? Okay, because because Roy has a, a dope channel, so definitely follow Roy. Um, but a lot of these cats, you know, they catch it from from what we're doing here, so they, they catch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah. But I'm saying, you get your subscribers up, man. You know, each <laughs> we we now nah, we all listen. No, we are, we are. <laughs> you see what Chico did with the super chat? <laughs> Chico Fernandez, gotta show love to my man Jay Ellis. Shout out to you, Chico Fernandez. And Raw Hebrew, who has the best teeth of any Knicks content creator. <laughs> Keep doing your thing, fellas. Get that dub. All right. Shout out to you, Chico. Oh, Since that five hundred super chat. <laughs> the pearlies glistening. All right. Yo, yo, them cats in Mexico did your boy a solid, man. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yo, shout out to Mexico. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Uh, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Some of you, yeah. Some some people in the raw know, but not everybody knows raw, right? That's something I'm, I'm yeah, trying to. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to raise awareness, all right? Trying, yeah, appreciate trying to raise, that, man. Appreciate that yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, we gotta raise everybody up. It's not all about one person. Raise everybody, all right? Appreciate that love. Cool. All right. You know, you know where you know where to find me, right? The KOT show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and the Nick of Time Show com as well on the blog and that's where you can find our blog you find, yo, sh- shout out to Fritz who writes there as well man <laughs> man jack of all trades right man Fritz is like yeah he's like know, he's like Bo oh, Jackson like, army knife man. like he like Bo Jackson right yeah it's army knife Ooh. yeah we got Ken the editor shout out to Ken the editor we got Rob who's wrote some really nice stuff especially check out the Alec Burks piece he wrote good job on that one Rob shout out mm-hmm. to Mikey um everybody who writes for the KOT show all right, just definitely go to nicktimeshow.com and check out the writings. All right, and yeah, and also I'm an artist too. So if you didn't know, KT logos, screens, everything designed by your boy Jealous. I draw things. So if you want to see some artwork, go to Jealous Draw Things on Instagram as well. If you want to see some artwork, all right. All righty then. That is our show, Raw. That's right, man. Good job, Jealous. Good yeah, job. Nah, good job, Raw too, man. Let's come up the facts, man. That is our show. We are out of here. That's right. Free Obi Toppin. Free Kevin Knox. Get the third one up.